Welcome to Red Maryland Radio, the Red Maryland Network's flagship show. Here are your hosts, Brian Griffiths and Greg Klein. And we are live. Red Maryland Radio. We are. You were thrown off there. I was thrown so off there. you can there. see now. They I can, can see, see you. I You're can distracted. see clearly now. You can see how ADD gone. is when he's looking at his phone. Well, trying I'm trying to, to retweet the tweet that just went out promoting the show. I'm trying to multitask. When you're a two-person operation, basically, everybody yeah. has to do everything, Greg. I'm doing everything. I don't see what the problem is. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, coming except, to you live. I started it from that instead of the Jingle Palette, which would have would have sounded a little bit louder. Right, probably. but that's okay. You don't have to replay it. You don't have to replay that's it. I'm just saying. You don't have to replay it. Now that people can see in, and of course, and by the way, thanks again for the comments. Uh, you got faces for radio. We can do that. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. We know it hurts. Okay. Well, I, you know, I don't give a shit. So. But <laughs> okay. Well, look at him then. Yeah. Send your send your cards and letters to. Matt we got a lot to cover. Idol. We do have a lot, to, a cover, lot to cover, and we are live here from the Jim Plunkett Studio on the bucolic and god awful hot western shore of Very Maryland, Very in the in the um, central downtown heart of the, heart business, of the district. business district of Severna Park, Maryland. That's right. Maryland's leading talk show, Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. I am Brian Griffiths. He is Greg Klein. Good to be here. We have a lot to talk about today. There's so gonna be much. A, so much. Frankly, if you're Ben Jealous or a Ben Jealous fan, you're probably not going to want to listen to, well, the entire show. Because uh, we're going to be spending... It's spending, not even fair. I mean, I know that we're not fans of his. And I know it sounds like we're piling on. But he really is, again, this week, just not having a good week. He's not having a good month. Just... It's just not going his Basically, way. Basically, his his campaign his his campaigns are roller it's coaster. It's got to turn around okay? at some point. I'm and convinced of that. The twenty sixth of June was the top of the hill. Yeah, and it's yeah. basically been straight down ever since. Uh, yeah, it's like a roller coaster. It's getting faster too. I don't I don't know what's going to happen here. And we'll it's kind of like one of those roller coasters. That what was that place that Langer always talks about? Action Park, where people were like didn't decapitated and stuff like that. I don't know. Langer talks about. I don't. I, he talks about a lot of things. <laughs> is he still does. do? Is he still doing something? Um, he's yes. still on the radio, right? He is on the radio. Okay, I believe. Hi, hi, Andrew. Yeah. He's a good guy. We're giving him. He's time. good people. Okay, so we had campaign finance stuff come out. We'll talk about that. Which, by the way, that is that is brutal. By the way, uh, another issue. We talked enough about how the terrible single payer insurance. Uh, we talked about the hideously expensive education programs. Let's take some time and talk about his prison reform program. Yeah. By the way, won't save what he wants, even though he's going to release thousands of prisoners on the streets. Yeah, you won't be shocked to know Ben Jealous has no idea what the hell he's talking. Yeah, about. it's uh, these are problems. Um, and then and then we had a run in. We've had some back and forth with the guys from the real news. You can't see we air have quotes a, on the radio, but you can see it in the live Facebook video. The real news. Facebook.com slash Red Maryland. Uh, Brian's done a great piece at Red completely debunking them. Yeah. The governor called them the fake news and they're trying to make some. Ooh, he ooh. used a Trumpism, except they're fake news. They're fake news, Yeah, which we've known for a while. But now they just pissed me off. So and, and, and we'll also share uh, Delegate David Moon. Uh, Moonbat is really a good way just to remember who he is. Way left wing delegate has 10 the reasons kind of to support delegate ben who Jealous. Can only get elected in Montgomery County. Right. 10 reasons to support Ben Jealous, which if you are, let's say, a conservative who's maybe on the fence about Governor Hogan or you're not super excited about Governor way. Hogan, David Moon, this list will help convince you 
that Larry Hogan's the guy to vote for. David Moon thinks these things are bugs. They're features. They're right. features, folks. They're features. Absolutely. They're features. Absolutely. Um, so we, you know, we um, we have actually a, a, a comment, a question. You got from. See, you get distracted. We get a question. Just don't look. Just about, don't look. About, Just about don't why look. is why is Governor Hogan not sporting Kavanaugh? He's running for governor. He doesn't have. I a don't vote. care. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not it's, an issue. It's not an issue. Yeah. Not an issue in the governor's race. Um, right. So let's talk you about have somebody, you should ask Tony Campbell if he's running for the U.S. Senate. Tony Campbell, even though he won't be able to vote either, presumably, assuming that everything goes goes well. For presuming everything goes yes. well, which I do, and I hope does. I hope it. I always hope things go well, especially right. in the judicial arena. Um, so let's now talk about campaign finance reform. Too soon. Uh, <laughs> so let's start with campaign finance. Do yeah, that. campaign let's finance data that. and. I had a couple of pieces over at RedMaryland.com earlier this week talking about campaign finance data. You did. One, Broke it down. Break it down. Yeah. Took the took the sun a couple days to pick up with what you were. Wasn't uh, that something, by the way? You know, it, isn't I, that I, something? I had to laugh because the you know the both the sun and the post put out stories. Oh well, ninety four percent of Governor Hogan's money is from right. is from in state Maryland, and only seventeen percent is from. Uh, is from is from Maryland for Ben Jealous. And if you've been reading Red Maryland, you would have known that right. two days ago. And I'm sure they did it independently. They didn't look at uh, they did it on their own, but fine. But we had done it. We did it two days ago. Had done it. Sorry. Had done it. Bad English. We done You're did not it two from days Frederick ago. Frederick County at all. What the, okay. Well, yeah. We can talk about Frederick County because it's interesting what's going on up there. They're they're kind of neck and neck in fundraising. Kathy they are. We'll talk about that well. momentarily. Um, who's not neck and neck and fundraising though is Penchellis and no, and, he is and not Larry Hogan, and and there was some thought we knew the governor would probably do better. It was a question of how much and oh, wow, wow indeed, um, wowie wow. So Governor Hogan has for those of you who have been under a rock the last few days, if you've been anywhere on the internet, I don't know how you would have missed this. Um, People go on vacation and turn it off. They're starting to come back now. They're going to listen to this. So so listen. Governor to this. Hogan has nine and a half million dollars cash on hand. Right. Okay. Right. Basically, raised, the money he spent the last period, the money he's raised last period, about $2 million, he spent that on ads, and he's got $9 million, which I think, I'm not in the campaign, probably enough to go wall-to-wall in every market in the state with TV ads from now till November. I'm not certain about that either. Uh, Pretty darn close if it's not. Certainly, the RGA has been doing a lot of the heavy lifting as far as that goes so far, because right. this is an important the, the race to them. The spent... Couple million, he spent one million during in June during while the primary was still going on. I think he spent another million recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was what he raised in the last reporting period, and he still has that nine and a half million dollar right thing. Uh, and that's that's pretty darn good. I think that's pretty good. I that's know they got another big good, ad buyer yeah. going. Um, so the the, the which the, doesn't um, mean he won't keep raising money. The jealous campaign did raise one point five million dollars during yeah. the period. Which is okay, but right. <laughs> they have they did start from so far behind. They have three hundred and eighty-six thousand yeah. dollars cash on hand. So cash on hand, which is the money you have to spend, which is kind of the important statistic. The government's right. the governor's ahead twenty-four, 24 to one. Twenty-four to one. Right. And what's great is. The jealous camp. Well, Larry Hogan got outspent, and he still won. Yeah, he got his, he got outspent four to one, right? Not twenty four to one, right? But I think what's important in these numbers is not just the overall number, which is important, but these are literally these numbers are a 
um, they're a measure of how popular a candidate is, how much people are are believing they can win. People tend to tend to support someone who they think is going to win, especially big money contributors and and a lot of the know, business, business people, business a lot of the business folks. people in Maryland, people right. who are not active in politics. Right. They and, distribute their cash based on which way the wind's blowing. Yeah, they do. They're not, they're not, their interest is not in the policy; it's in right. making sure that you know they're CYA. Okay, right. And I and I think some some big Democratic donors do that because they're in that you know they're kind of hedging their bets here a little bit. But a lot they of those big make Democratic sure donors too, frankly, not only see the writing on the wall, but they also see Ben Jealous as a guy who's going to come in wreck the economy, right. wreck the state, wreck everything that's going on around them. And they realize, eh, you know what, we need to we need to protect our phony baloney jobs here and protect our our well, that's resources. That's a subtext of this, too. One of the reasons it's so low is because a lot of we've been saying this for a while. There is a full blown civil war going on in the Maryland Democratic Party between the progressives and the establishment. The establishment does not want Ben Jealous to win. No, the progressives will occasionally say that. Yes. You know, when the truth comes out, you know, when 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 you have, you know, uh, leaders coming to central committee meetings with chains talking about Mike Miller and you have occasional tweets about how we've challenged the power structure and power is going to fight back. They're talking about their own party. They're talking about the Democratic Party, the establishment. Um, those guys don't want Ben Jealous to win. So they're given some of them are flat out giving money to. Uh, Hogan, they're allowing some of their donors to do that. That's where you start to get this huge disparity, especially when, as Brian's talked about and hinted at, when you look at donors from Maryland, what few of them there are, the governor's got 94% of his money's raised from people in Maryland. Right. The people who live here, work right. here, die here, people who have connections here, people who actually give a rip about I don't what's know where they'll end up here. dying, but they're here now. And they were here when they gave the money. Where where uh, Jealous can only do that for about 17% of his donors. Right. Okay. And, There's and, more and donor, it's funny, the, more Sun report, the Sun reports this and try to, tries to cherry-pick the stats a little bit. Well, the ones from Maryland give a little bit higher average. doesn't matter. The point is, if it's a proxy for support, right. the governor's even further ahead than just the bottom-line dollar amount. Right. 17% of the donors. And then, you know, so you've only got 17% of the donors are actually from Maryland. And then you look at... You know what? You know who's given the money, right? You know we're talking right. about guys like okay. So David Trone gave money. Okay, he was a campaign. He was can, he's candidate for Congress. We hope right. he feels better. By the way, he recently diagnosed with cancer. We want to make sure we we point that out. Um, his family gave money from their personal account. Okay. Um, the only state election campaign that gave him any money was Jim Shea. Jim Shea, not Baker. Not right. Madalino. Right. Not Ross. Not Mike Miller. Not Mike Miller. Not Mike Bush. Not any of his other opponents. Right. Um, Just and, Jim Shea. And you had some money from the Congressional Count of Elijah from, Cummings. Right. That's but again, it. not John Cardin. Not Ben Cardin. Not um, right. Chris Van Hollen. Exactly. Not, not Dutch Ruppersberger. Not Anthony Brown. Right. Just, just yeah, throw I don't it out think there. Anthony Brown, he could give him some money. I think he's paid off that loan that he got. But Are you it, sure about that? Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Maybe Ben Jealous should take a loan. That worked out so well for Brown. Uh, couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. Couldn't hurt. You know what Ben Jealous but, but, should do? Hold on. No, go I ahead. got it. Ben Jealous should go to that payday loan place he owns 
and get a loan from them. <laughs> well, let's talk about that because that that is something that came out as well. His, you know, he likes to talk about how he's a venture capitalist. Well, what's and one by of the way, big... this was this was a piece that was in the Sun today. Yeah. What I think the Baltimore Sun. What I think was the supposed tool of the corporatist right. What I think was supposed to be a puff piece for Ben Jealous because we've talked about this, Greg. You've talked about it on the radio. We've talked about it on this show. Yes. The Sun is going to endorse Ben Jealous. Probably. He's not going to make it easy for him, but yes. Right. They, they are, There's they, no question. They are trying to make a case to endorse Ben Jealous. Yeah. The they Post endorsed is, him in the primary. The Post is not going to endorse Ben Jealous, probably. I don't think so. But the Sun is I going to. I think they're going to endorse it. We'll see. And but the, they the, don't like Ben Jealous. They haven't throughout. And the Sun is going to do all sorts of gymnastics in order to make it okay yeah. to endorse Ben Jealous. So, yeah. article in the Sun today goes on about what something that Jealous has been talking about frequently, which is his venture capital career. Right, because he's not a socialist. He's a venture capitalist. Okay, so what does he do as a venture capitalist? Right, he invests in businesses, okay? Gathers capital for investment in businesses, right. So so what kind of businesses? Payday loan businesses. I mean, they're, they're, I mean this look. This is something, by the way, that Ben, ben Jealous spoke out against payday loan businesses right. as president of the NAACP. Right. As soon as he is on his own trying to make money, he is investing in payday loan businesses that rack up right. all sorts of fines and sanctions from the federal government. I guess, in a way, his work as a venture capitalist does conflict with the idea of him being some progressive socialist leader because the values aren't consistent. I guess that's the argument he's making. I'm not sure <laughs> that's really what he wants to be doing. I'm not I'm not sure this is working out as well as <laughs> is that as what they he wanted, wanted to do. Is that what he meant to well, do? The whole puff piece was was to was to buttress jealousy. And by the way, ideas. payday loan companies, I'm sure, are very profitable. Oh, That's of the nature of them. Generally, you have to be acting ethically but, profitable. Otherwise, you're paying large fines to the federal well, government, like Ben Jealous's company. Well, was. there's that. Even uh, they're acting ethically, I'm sure. So this very. this puff piece was designed yeah. to kind of help buttress the argument that Jealous is a capitalist right. and that his you know he's not a socialist. Right, he's but a venture capitalist. As as the Jealous campaign has done the entire time since it became an issue, right, is what Ben Jealous does for work is one thing. Ben Jealous's stated agenda, who he sure. has supported for public office, is socialist. And, and and the agenda, we'll talk more about it, and we've gone through it a number of times. He's not promoting a capitalist, um, market-oriented approach. Right. You know, he's not cutting taxes. He's not reducing regulation. He's not talking about market-based solutions to things like health care or transportation. Right. He's, he's big government, centralized government. Uh, government control and takeover of of private enterprise, which sounds socialistic to me. Uh, if of, it looks like a duck, huge parts of the like health, uh, uh, huge parts of the economy, especially the healthcare industry. Yeah. Um, and so that that's where that comes from. But it's interesting when when even the Baltimore Sun, who you would think would be kind of a friendly outlet to him, you know, in, in the in the old category, if you want to help, don't help actually talks about his work as a venture capitalist they kind of expose the fact that some of his some of his work is kind of rubs against his progressive ideas or the progressive values that he supposedly because look payday loans mm -hmm. um, especially them especially those that, that those companies that act in violation of the law and and, and regulations 
um, are viewed as incredibly predatory, right? Racist and to a racist extent by some by progressives, particularly Ben Jealous when he was head of the NAACP, right? So it does kind of make you wonder, you know, if this is his evidence that he's not a socialist because he helped raise capital for these kinds of companies. I mean, it does. It is kind of a head scratch, right? Now, of course, this this partially plays into the fact of like most things, if you're explaining. You're losing. Right. right. Um, and Ben Jealous is losing yeah. bigly. Bigly. Yeah. So 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 this week, um, bad numbers. So he had bad poll numbers last week. Terrible poll numbers. Right. Terrible fundraising numbers. Horrible fundraising. I do now, want to talk- which is now, let me ask you this, and I'll let you move on because yeah. I do want you to which is worse, the poll results? Where he says even his internals have him down nine, Gonzalez has him down sixteen. Or the campaign finance results that have him down 24 to 1 cash on hand, which is worse. And by the way, that includes, we should be clear, we've included all the related accounts. Brian's broken down the PAC support. Yeah, that's, you that, look that's, at, you that's look under at, a separate file. You look at the course. RGA, DGA, it's not, that's even worse. Here's what the DGA is spending. You know, so the DGA, uh, no, we're, looking wanna... the, we're, we're looking at the, the global whatever, right. and it's bad. The DGA, the by the jokes. way. The DGA is not even supporting Jealous at this point on, like, Twitter or anything like that. They've completely abandoned him, which is hilarious. If you look, yeah. to answer your question, Greg. Yes. Um, which is worse in your mind? In the short term, it's the camp. It's the campaign finance numbers. Okay. Because it, you can see that there's not a lot of financial support there, particularly the fact that nobody's supporting him from Maryland. Very, but very few. the yes. poll numbers will probably have the longer tail for a couple of reasons. One, um, because people are already basically writing off Ben Jealous. But secondly, nobody, particularly those businesses we talked about earlier, right. nobody wants to back a loser. Right. Nobody's going to want to give money to a Democrat who's losing by 17, well, 16, I mean, 17 points in a state right. that's two to one Democrat. I, I think that's what I think that's what you're saying in the campaign finance, which to my mind, I understand the point you're making. Uh, but the campaign finance is a killer. I mean, that's a stake through the heart. Number one. Because that's worse news because polls can change. Right. And and you can manipulate polls a little bit and you can move polls and you can say things. Um, you can't spend the campaign finance numbers. That's right. hard numbers. You can't spend money you do not have. And uh, it, I think that solidifies even more than the guys. You know, if, if you're talking about donors making an investment in, in your campaign, which is really what they're doing, you have to show them that they can get some sort of return on it, presumably that you have some chance of winning. I think the campaign finance stuff puts the nail in the coffin and, more than even the polls. And by the, the way, the polls, you can come back. The polls, you can do yeah. math. The polls, you can look at the lay of the land. The polls, he's closer than he is in the money. The money's got no chance of even being within hailing distance. No. And, 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 the, um, and the Democrats, and it's by already the... show. I mean, if you, I'm sorry, I'm in a room. But if you're going to already invest, this shows that, why am I going to invest? Nobody else's. Well, yeah, exactly. Too, and the fact, and that's you know, it's kind of has a a, a multiplier. Yeah, um, it it effect. all works synergistically. But I think this is much worse news than the poll. Yeah, and you can't and you can't buy your way out of that hole. Just for context's sake, though, if you were a billionaire, you could. But Ben Jealous can't. No. no, 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 no. Just for context's sake, the Super PAC, the Maryland Together We Rise Super PAC, which right. has been uh, been supporting Jealous. Only raised four hundred thousand dollars in this period. It only raised four hundred thousand dollars from um, 
from four sources, again, only one of which was from the state of Maryland. They raised $100,000 from the MSCA. I'm sure the teachers are real happy um, that they're funding that garbage right now. Can Can we take a chance here? Just pause. The MSEA, mm-hmm. the labor unions have split in this election much more than they ever have. Usually they're solidly behind the Democrat. They were solidly behind Anthony Brown four years ago. There's this split that's going on. Trade unions, police unions, other kind of even public employee unions, right. smaller ones, supporting Governor Hogan. He's 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 cut into that. Again, I think it goes to the fact that they kind of like what he's doing or they think he's going to win or whatever. The teachers unions, the MSEA, has gone all in against Governor Hogan. They've completely blown up their bridges. They're, they're, they're the most anti-Hogan special interest that exists. Yeah. They've gone all in with Ben Jealous, even in the primary. The, the, the teachers unions have bet everything on beating Larry Hogan. They are going to be the biggest losers when Larry Hogan is reelected, because when he is reelected, and I'm starting to say when, maybe I shouldn't say that. If he is reelected, he will not only have no obligation to do anything for them, they are his most sworn enemy, and he will have completely vanquished them. And oh, by they the will way, have no they will be with the go. And if he picks up the drive for five, they're done. Oh, and oh, by the way, okay, don't forget this too. And this is why the teachers union will be extremely impotent yeah uh and i'm not just talking about with the governor they're not, it's not that they're having any stroke with the governor is the fact that the teachers union endorsed ben jealous in the primary election right the democrats are in this position partially because the union yeah. in their quest to be the leading progressive organization right is leading the democratic party over a cliff yeah do you think that the establishment democrats the democrats who are actually going to have power in uh in Annapolis are going to forget that uh, some of them, obviously, they're on their side. But but I think some of them, you know, I mean, look, the, the lady who brought the chain to the Central Committee meeting talking about Mike Miller. W- wasn't she the head of the local Prince George's County stu- School? Uh, yes. Teachers Union. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the kind of person maybe doesn't get a sit down with Mike Miller or he gives him a wry look. I mean, look, what are they going to want if from the next governor? They want funding for the Kerwin Commission stuff. Right. Who controls that? The mm. governor. Yeah. The legislature can't add to it. I mean, they can try to mandate some stuff. Of course, if the governor has but again, yeah, but has a sustainable veto. That's Mike Miller's not going to owe the union, teachers union, a damn thing right. after this. I mean, they are they are really, they. this is burning your bridges behind you. This is going all in um, in a way that, they were already on the outside looking in. They were already openly hostile to if and and here's the other thing. They used to be so powerful. If Governor Hogan can crush them with them being as against him as they can be, they've they've lost their They've lost everything. They've lost an awful lot. Yeah. At this point, it might be a good time for uh, the teachers to launch a coup against their leadership, quite frankly. Yeah, their leadership and their leadership went all in. I mean, that's not rank and file teachers. Rank no. and file. Nobody teachers. has rank and file teachers. That's the whole point. You know, it's and, like and this is a point we've made for a long time. And of course, you got Janice coming down. So they're going to they're going to lose monetary support and members. They'll try to keep them and do other things. By the way, they're not going to have a governor in there who's going to help them do that like they would have with Ben Jealous to pass certain things to do that. So. I, the 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 special interest has got the most to lose is the MSEA. 
Yeah. And uh, so that's why they're giving this money to this pack, but it's too little too late. Right. Unless they can come up with, tw- with you know, eight or nine million dollars real quick. It's not good. And oh, by the way, only 16 percent of the money that pack has raised over the course of the campaign, one point five million dollars has come from Maryland. Most of it from the teachers union teachers unions. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the other campaign finance numbers, Greg. I think a few because there's a lot going on. um, The comptroller's race. (laughs) You know, if you thought that if you thought that Larry Hogan had a big financial advantage. Right. Look at what Peter Francesco got. Yeah. One how much? How much does Ms. Fukan have? Two hundred eighty-three dollars. Two hundred eighty-three dollars. So, um, you know what it can do, and I know he gave some contributions to a lot of other Democrats. He can, he can do that, and and you know he'll probably end up the highest vote total, maybe of any statewide elected official this I time think around. It's pretty safe to say. So, you in know. the in the attorney general's race, um, Frosch has a ten to one lead. On Craig Wolf, but Craig right. Wolf's got one hundred and sixty-five thousand uh, dollars in the bank. It's tough. I mean, it's tough in that race. But again, yeah, you know, this is where the governor's twenty-four to one fundraising advantage comes into play because this is where a rising tide can help lift the boats. I hope still, still some work to do, but yeah, I hope but still. That, I think we talked about this last week. I still want a debate between Wolf and the attorney Craig Wolf and the attorney general. Yeah, I still yeah. want to see a poll. Yeah, you know what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff that I want to know. Um, we support him. He's a great candidate. And he's a great candidate uh, for Republicans who want to get out and get excited about somebody. Uh, he's a great guy to get excited about. Definitely. Uh, in the county, some of the county executive races, um, Steve Shu has almost a million dollars in the bank. I, they tried, the, the Capitol, who you work for, um, tried to make it sound like, oh, well, they raised about the same amount of money. No, they, that, did, they did raise about the same amount of money from in the last In the last period. two months, yeah. Right. But he's got this huge pile of money that Steve Shue's sitting. And by the way, Steve Shue making a lot of donations to other Republicans. 2022 is not far away, kids. Well, he said he said he doesn't want to run for governor. 2022 is not told far me, away. Kids. Looked me right in the eye and told me I don't want to run for governor. 2022. I didn't believe I didn't believe away, you, then, Steve. I'm not holding you to it. Don't worry. Um don't worry. And I'm sure all those people you're helping appreciate. What Hilariously, by the way, Stuart Pittman, the Democratic right. um, cannon fodder for county executive, has about the same amount of money in the bank Ben Jealous does. Right. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and, you know, Johnny O up in Baltimore County has more money right. than the candidate for governor has. Yeah. Johnny O's got about half a million dollars. A lot of that, I think, was a transfer from somewhere else. I think the... Um, he got a transfer, a legal transfer. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. where it was from. But that's still... I mean, that's... And Al Redbird's got about 115 in the bank. That's, that's another that's, race where you're going to need the governor with right. some coattails to get your competitive. That's a tough race for Republicans to win. It the is. attorney general's a tough that those races are more kind of what you traditionally have with Republicans. Can Governor Hogan, um, you know, the positive that he can do and the drag that jealous is. Does that help? That, I'm sure it makes it closer. The issue that I'd like gonna, to see some polls in that race too. The issue that we're going to fight is people try to say the run. Yeah, people try. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, and I apologize. I'm sorry. People say the Anne Arundel County executive race is close. I've heard people say that. I don't know who that. these people are. Uh, I've seen it online. Maybe even somebody who's a former contributor to our blog mistakenly years ago. But I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't, I don't either. I don't, Until I, I see a poll that yeah. has them within single digits. I mean, by the way, the governor spent nearly $150,000 on polling. I, I, we're not privy to any of it. No, we're not seeing anything. Because I would love to see it. <laughs> um, 
Sorry, I interrupted. But, you know, I thought the race was going to be close last time, and Steve Shue blew George Johnson out of the water. Yeah. Well, you'd expect if the governor gets, I mean, what's the governor expected to get, 70% here? He might get more. It's kind of hard to think that Steve Shue doesn't do, I mean, if he underperforms the governor, how much could he underperform the governor? Even if he underperforms him 15 points, he wins pretty easily. I mean, we've seen it before where Republicans, and I don't think he will do that, but. Republicans carry the governor's race in Anne Arundel County, but right. we lose the, uh, lose the county executive race. But, I mean, that was a different time, different era. That's like when Janet Owens won yeah, but in 2002. How, right, but she how, was an incumbent, and right. she wasn't nearly as far left as a guy like Stuart Pittman, who's the darling of the indivisibles and the wises and all right. of the other lunatic left, you know, type right. folks out there. Yeah. I, 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 I hear people say that, and I don't know what they're getting that from. I, I don't know. I, look, there's, there's, there's a constituency, and I'm sure this is true in other counties as well, there's a Democratic constituency in Anne Arundel County. Of course. That's 35, 40% maybe. Right. That they're always going to get. They're the NIMBYs and the environmentalists and the, you know, just general lefty Democrats, like you say, um, the wises and, the, and those kind of people. Um, but it's hard to break through. I mean, you, you need Democrats that are, uh, I don't know. This And this is a county definitely where jealous is a drag. Oh, down definitely. Valley. Definitely. Yeah, especially in some of those places like, you know, District Thirty Two. When you look at the Senate race, District Two, the County Council help. race, you get. We're going to help. I haven't Lake looked Glenburnian. at the. I haven't looked at the fundraising numbers. I know G- Greg Giangrande is doing very, very well yes, fundraising. Christian Mille is doing very well. Ron George is way ahead of Sarah Elfrith. I think Ron George is. Uh, he's solid. He's probably going to be top of the pledge class of the drive for five. I think him and I, Mary Beth. I hope so. Um, him and Mary Beth are probably going to. Mary Beth and Jim Mathias are just raising just boatload. I don't know. I, I I tell you the truth. I do not know how they're going to spend all that money in that district. <laughs> I mean, serious. I'm I'm dead serious. <laughs> I'm channeling Mike Bradley. There's radio time available, guys. There's radio ads available. Maybe they can maybe they can buy enough time that you can get a check from. By the way, guys. no. That's, <laughs> by the way, I love being on WGMD. One of the things I love about WGMD is listening to the ads. It's great. They're great. They, um, have, they have some hilarious ads. You think hey, I'm you from, to, You think I'm from Frederick County? Listen to some. Of you those want ads to talk about the Frederick County candidates. executive race? By the way, because those, those numbers are tight. It's close. Jan Gardner, uh, you know, and Kathy Abzali is raising money to be competitive. This third party guy is an also round. It's got you know, which is what you'd expect considering some of the people around him who don't think who think you don't need money to run for elections. Kirby Lauder, which is why they never win. Um, but it's competitive. I, you know, right. I'd like to see some polls up there too. That's that's another that's a bellwether. Yes. Okay. That's a county. Governor Hogan's going to do very well. Is that enough to get uh, a countywide uh, person across? Is, we'll is find enough out. to get you know they have countywide county council races? Um, our friend Phil Dacey is mm-hmm. running up there. Um, you know, I, I they should. That'll be the strength of the party. Of course, and- our friend. Mike Huff has tons of money. Right. Oh, by the way, one last thing I want to talk about campaign finance-wise before we go to break, and that's Montgomery County executive race. Because you would be shocked to learn that the guy who has the least amount of cash on hand is the Democratic nominee for county executive. I thought he had a bunch of of his own money or something. No, that was David Blair who put $5 million in the primary and lost. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, If I I read the numbers correctly, Elrich has $133,000 cash on hand. That's not enough to run a campaign in that county. Robin Ficker has $230,000 cash on hand. He's got some public financing. Both those guys are public financing. Right. And then... 
uh, what's her name? Nancy Florine. Nancy Florine, who's the, the independent in the race, right. leads the way. She raised three hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. So wow. Yeah, we 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 been, we were talking a couple weeks ago. Hey, if Florine gets on the ballot, this could get interesting. Well, there've been some people who've done the Folks, numbers. It could get interesting. But if but if it's really competitive between the two Democrats, if they really split that vote, God, can you imagine? And by the way, can you imagine? By the way, if Larry Hogan gets forty percent of the vote in Montgomery County, this okay, and there is a chance he could help with the coattails and drag Robin Ficker across the line. This is this is where the Gonzalez poll has a big red flag in it. I agree. Hogan's doing very poorly in Montgomery County. Um, he, he can still win statewide, and it doesn't matter. But that's a big. big we we want to make sure that's we a get... county with the most progressive, the most intense Democratic lobbying and, and campaigning. Right. That's not a now. If I were the Ben Jealous campaign, I'd look at that and say, look, if we get the resources, we can get those kind of results. He doesn't have them, so it doesn't matter. But. They can try to run up the score there if they were you smart. Know, but we got a lot of friends in Montgomery County. You got some work to do. That's just get one, me. guys. Just get one. That scares me because you could have a big night for Republicans, and Montgomery County still gets skunked. <laughs> it's not going to be a good look on you guys. No, no, it's not. So, why don't we go ahead and take a break? Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the real news. The re- you can't see air quotes on it, but you can see it Facebook Live. We'll also talk about Facebook.com slash Red Maryland. We'll also talk about Ben Jealous not being able to do math. Yeah. And we'll talk about David Moon's list of reasons not to vote for Larry Hogan, which, again, you will find is probably pretty good reasons to vote for Larry Hogan. That's right. Stick with us. You're listening to Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. You're invited to the first Red Maryland Leadership Conference on Saturday, January 26, 2019 at the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join conservatives from across the state to discuss the future of conservatism in Maryland and to develop strong, principled conservative leaders for the future. This will be an affordable all-day event featuring speakers from across the country discussing politics, ideas, and how to build a conservative majority in Maryland. Sponsorship opportunities are available. To secure your seat for this conference, visit redmarylandconference.com and purchase your ticket today. You can help Red Maryland grow our reach when you visit redmaryland.com and click on the Amazon link and shop as normal. A portion of your purchase will come back to Red Maryland to help us grow. Additionally, you can buy Red Maryland t-shirts, drinkware, and other gear from our Zazzle store at zazzle.com slash redmaryland. We want to hear from you. Email us at any time at redmaryland at gmail.com. You can also leave audio feedback on a Red Maryland talkback line at 410-205-4875. We might use your feedback on our programming. You are listening to Maryland's most trusted conservative voice, the Red Maryland Network. Be sure to follow Red Maryland on all of the major social networking sites. You can follow us at Red Maryland on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+, Snapchat, and Tumblr to get the latest from Red Maryland. And be sure to follow the home base for all things Red Maryland, redmaryland.com. Celebrating five years as Maryland's only network that matters, you're listening to the Red Maryland Network. Okay, Dwayne, uh, we're going to try it once more. Just remember now, introduce yourself, 
and read what's on the paper in front of you. Do you got it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. Okay, fine. Dwayne Stop, Substance Abuse Awareness Campaign. This is take nine. <coughs> Dwayne, Dwayne, that's your cue. Oh, uh, right. Anytime you're ready. We're ready, Dwayne. Dwayne, go. Oh, hi. This is Dwayne Stomp of Blacktooth. Kids, when you drink and drive... No, Dwayne. No, no, cut, cut. It's not when you drink and drive. Oh, right, right. Uh, let me do it again. Yeah, good idea. Uh, this is Dwayne Stomp, PSA, take ten. Hi, this is Dwayne Stomp. When I drink and drive, I'll... Cut, Dwayne, cut, Dwayne. Dwayne, this spot is supposed to be against driving while intoxicated. What? Never mind. Uh, we'll do it one more time. And remember, say, don't do drugs. And if you must drink this holiday weekend, don't drive. You got it? I told you I got it. Fine. Uh, Dwayne Stomp, PSA, take, uh, what is it, 11. Hi, I'm Dwayne Stomp telling you, if you do drugs this weekend... Don't drive. Wrong again, Dwayne. It's don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. That's what I said. No, it's not. It's not even close to what you said. You come in this booth, I'll show you how close it was, Sherlock. We're going to do it again, Dwayne. Say, don't do drugs. If you must drink this holiday weekend, do not drive. Take 12. This is Dwayne Stump. Weekends are for drunks. Do drugs. Okay, Dwayne, thank you very much for coming in. Uh, I think with a little editing, we've got something we can use. Don't do drugs, and if you must drink this holiday weekend, don't drive. Zwoele zomerhit. Klopvaste actua. De leukste cadeaus. Donna. The sound of summer. And we're back, Red Maryland Radio on the Red Maryland Network. I am Brian. He is Greg. Good to be here. And if you do drink and drive this holiday weekend, Greg, what's that number? 410-541-6384. You want me to get the sign? Oh, we should have done that. We should have done that. We should have done that. Oh, well. That would require planning on our part. Well, and that I mean, would it's be right nutty. there. You could still get it. <laughs> I could. Do you want me to? No, not oh, now. Okay. Now you've made a big thing out of it. I don't want you to do it now. I mean, you know, I could play a little bit more of the song here while you're doing that. So that number, if you're singing, 410-541-63. Why isn't that just the background for the show? Because that would require planning, Greg. Okay, thank you. Your job is done. Thank you. You could read that. See, that's a sign you could read. People looking at this thing, which we love, which is great. Actually, just grab that so we can get a little closer to the camera. Take it out of the thing. Oh, well, you've got it. Never mind. Never mind. This is why we don't do video, people. This is why we don't do... You're watching. Oh, now you got it. Now See? that the moment has passed, See? I've got it. RedMarylandConference.com. <laughs> That's what you want right there. Okay? Contact information. See it? See it? Conservatives written a lot there. There's your date. There you go. 
It actually looked better there for a while because my face was totally obscured. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. Anyway. Speaking of things that are poorly planned. Fake news. Yeah, let's talk about some fake news. So fake news. There's this, there's this news outlet. These, this place, these guys. Called The Real News. Okay. The Real News. Now, it's a Canadian-based. Boo. Canadian-based outfit Boo. with a Baltimore office. That is just don't full trust him. Of radical. Le- One of the founding members worked for Hugo Chavez. Okay, how'd that work out? Just saying. Not we're not socialists. Yeah, not socialists. We just work for communists, ones who kill people frequently. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I have the whole story at redmaryland.com. You really broke it down. Yeah, because these it. guys, and I don't know. I'll let you lead into it. Sure. Um, because these guys are just nonsense. This 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 guy, the reporter's name, I don't even remember his name now. It's in the story. This um, guy. He he got uh he got a sad oh Jaisal Noor, um yeah. which I may or may not be pronouncing you overuse correctly. That expression, by the way, but go ahead. I overuse what expression? A sad. You overuse that. I do use this expression. But he had a sad um about Governor Hogan calling the real news fake news. Right. Right. Which yes. I go into great detail at redmaryland.com about why they're fake news because of their board and some of the places this guy worked for. And right. oh, by the way, um, Mr. Noor is on video. We have the video at redmaryland.com. Basically, A brilliantly edited video. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Griffiths. Basically saying, yeah, we're in the bag for Ben Jealous and we're yeah. going to rep- We'll play the clip in a minute. Yeah. But um, this is the video they posted, uh, I guess it was yesterday. Right. Um, where he just gets his pants in a bunch about the governor calling them fake news. I don't know right. where this, this video is, was filmed. This is some event for the governor. There's tons of people. And the governor is very gracious. People put a microphone. He does. He knows who they are. He's not sure who they are. He does an interview. He talks to us. He talks to anybody. Right. Okay. He's the governor. So he's being interviewed by this Canadian. Whatever. Well, he's allegedly from Baltimore. At least that's what his Twitter Allegedly, says. whatever. For this outfit, the real, he's, the real. He's paid news. by an outfit run by Hugo Chavez sympathizers. So, so he's interviewing the governor. This is his big gotcha video of the governor. So you listen to it and let me know when you get when you hear the gotcha of the governor. I like the spooky background music, like it's right, like it's one of those by the found way, footage movies. I like, things. I like how they stay put. It's everything. There's a link at Red Maryland if you want to watch. Everything's at lowercase except the word "real," because basically, right. if you shout it, it makes it true. Just look at Twitter. Before becoming the governor of Maryland, Larry Hogan served on the board of the Maryland Public Policy Institute. Ooh, MPPI is a great outfit, by the way, but not not to hear this guy tell it. A conservative think tank that opposes funding for public transit and sees. Yes, they're opposed to all public transit at all time. <laughs> Meanwhile, they show an article about how uh, Maryland transit spending no bang for the buck. Something we've said for years at redmaryland.com. Right. right. Betsy DeVos's disastrous education reforms in Michigan. By the way, as it, this, and, and the article that they, they show during that time at Betsy DeVos is about a charter school article from seven years ago that right. doesn't at all reference Betsy DeVos or Michigan. Written by an old friend of ours, Mara Mossberg. Who's now in Tennessee doing morning radio, by the way. Yeah, who's who's hardly some hardcore right-winger. No. As a model for Maryland, the Institute is part of a web of groups that opposes web. unions, worker protections, and environmental regulations. A web. Because it's the Koch brothers. 
that investigative reports have found are secretly backed by the Koch donor network. I like, by the way, how they then link an article. There's no idea where the where this article came from. Just dark money pushed their agenda. So I asked Hogan, who's doing well in the polls in a state doing Democrats well, outnumber doing Republic- well in the polls. He's killing doing him. well in the polls. Now, we'll get back to this because this guy's raison d'etre is why this piece is the way it is. So there's the setup. And this is the big gotcha because he set it up. MPPI, Maryland Public Policy Institute, secretly funded by the Koch brothers. Right. Ooh. Ooh. two to one. If it's fair for him to call himself a moderate when he is. <laughs> if it's fair for him, as opposed to what? By the way, to all of our Trump friends out there, all of our gun friends who who think he's, you know, what should he call himself other than a moderate, do you think? It's ties to a group that pushes an extreme agenda, some of which he supports. No, you're some of which, mo- some of which he all supports. Of By the way, MPPI's yeah. agenda, I support all of it. Yeah. Moderate, you've distanced yourself from Donald Trump, but um, you're also a member of the uh, Maryland Public Policy oh, Institute. Also here. The, the, the look way, the on the governor's knows, face right yeah. here is like, this guy is He's so like, full of I shit. Know, I know who you, what your game is there, fella. Yeah. It's part of the State Policy Network, which is funded by the Koch brothers. Do you think you're going <laughs> to... Have- I love that look. I love he just shaked, closed his eyes and shook his... The, the, the video's at redmaryland.com. He, he's almost like the... Like, has that red from that 70s show look right there where he just wants yeah. to say, dumbass. <laughs> he wants to. He's too... He's too discipline right. to do it but you're right that's exactly what i'm not a member of it i used to, I, I used to be on board years ago okay now keep that in mind because they're gonna they're gonna debunk the fact that he used to be on the board keep that in mind no and the brothers had absolutely nothing to do with you're, it so you're, the real news pr- is president so he's dismissing them by saying the real news is pretty fake news because they're saying he's on the board he's not and he's saying it was funded by the Koch brothers and he's he said the Koch brothers which by the way governor loves the Koch brothers who cares I mean, you're not. It's not a gotcha anyway. <laughs> you're president. That's, 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 it's not true. You're president. Of, yeah, I don't know any. I don't know anything about the Koch brothers being associated with that. But I, I know all about your group, though. <laughs> and I bet he does. I bet he does. You can hear me begin to say. And then there's president the trooper who's like, yeah. the trooper's yeah. like, you used to stand over there, my friend. Yeah. There's your moment. But he's actually director emeritus of the Maryland Public Policy Institute. He's a director emeritus. Now, what is a director emeritus? Someone who used to be on the board of directors. Right. Which is exactly what the governor said. Literally what the governor said. And by the way, when was this screen screen capture taken? Because it lists the Honorable Robert L. Ehrlich Jr., but not the Honorable Lawrence J. Hogan Jr., which is the official title that, you know, the honorific that the governor is entitled to. They make it sound like, and I love, because we've seen this in videos before, he's the director, he's not the director, he's a director emeritus. There's a board of directors. Larry Hogan was on a board of directors once. Yeah, and 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 so and so, what if he was on? It's good that he was on the MPPI board, which has been called the policy arm of the Hogan administration. Hogan called my question fake news. I thought that was Red Maryland. But here's what we do know: the institute wouldn't tell us who their donors are. Okay. But according to tax records obtained by Conservative Transparency, their leading donors through 2014, which covers the period Hogan served on their board, <laughs> is Donors Capital Fund which has been called the dark money ATM of the conservative movement. Another major funder is State Policy Network, 
who, according to a report by the Center for Media and Democracy, because that is funded like a, by the Koch Donor Network. That sounds like a legit group. <laughs> by the way, who is this targeted towards? I mean, I don't that, know. An adjunct staffer at the Institute, Wendell Cox, is the former legislative director of ALEC, Ooh. the American Legislative Exchange Council, another arm of the Koch Network, which pushes corporate-friendly and anti-worker model legislation in state houses across the country. The Kochs gave the maximum amount to Hogan's 2018 campaign, Ooh. and Politico reported their voter data contributed to a stunning 2014 victory. Liberals what? have... <laughs> okay, so they helped him win. Good. They're wealthy okay. donors, too. George Soros gave the maximum allowed donation to Hogan's opponent. Right. So did Tom Steyer. But that's by the o- way. but that's okay. That's okay. That's cool. The left wing dark money, fine. The right wing dark money Ooh. from guys who are actually kind of libertarian, not even conservative really. But investigative journalists like Jane Mayer have chronicled the outsized influence the Kochs and their allies have on US politics. And while Hogan decried my question is fake news, he hasn't opposed deceptively edited Republican Governor Association ads targeting his opponent, Ben Jealous. Hold on, hold on, time out. Deceptively edited, saying... We know what he's saying. Yeah. We know what the, we know what the argument is there. By the way, the governor doesn't have anything to do with those ads, so right. he wouldn't dispute them anyway. You know. Call me a socialist if you want, period. I'm a venture capitalist. If you stop at the period, is that deceptive? Fine. But the, but you can see the bet that's going on. Call me a socialist. If you keep playing the tape, Jealous was actually saying he's not a socialist. Now, let's let's time out for a second. This, this is and, and this is the funny thing. Now the video just goes to this other verbal safari right. that has not even related to what the governor said in the first place. Right. Here's where he curses out the reporter. You've heard this. Some have questioned why Jealous is so defensive about being called a socialist in yeah. the first place. Right. Not to put too fine a point on it, but uh, do you identify with the term socialist? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I like how he leaves it in unedited. Yeah, that's interesting. In Maryland, Democrats outnumber Republicans two to one. Yes, that's true. And according to a new Gallup poll, a majority of Democrats nationally have a more positive view of socialism Democrat. and a Democrats negative view of capitalism. Have right. more but that hasn't stopped the Republican Governors Association from running ads like this. Jealous is too extreme for Maryland. The yes, folks oppose regulations on health care, right. as do pharmaceuticals. What is the point they're trying to make? Like, I, I don't like know. Like Hogan's running a bad campaign? I don't think that's... I don't know. I don't know the point they're trying to make here. ...and insurance companies who donated over $300,000 to help air ads like this. A nonpartisan analysis says his health care plan alone could cost an extra $2,800 from every yes. man, right. woman, and child. They don't mention this would cut what the average Maryland resident spends on health care by half. Because uh, it wouldn't. Yeah, That's it, why they don't would. mention That would require lying, which you guys at the real, at the real news are good at. Polls show that majorities of Maryland Democrats embrace single-payer health care. But again, now, 15... this, this is the thing. So, Democrats. So, Democrats. All he was right. talking about is Democrats. Right. So Ben Jealous is winning in the polls. Uh, so these ads believe, are helping Ben Jealous. If you Jealous. believe this jag off, yeah. $15 minimum wage and even a jobs guarantee. We have a lot of people that need jobs. Ben Jeltz will probably win the Democratic vote. Yes. What's your point? That he still lose. They're not all Democrats in the state. There are right. a lot of Democrats, but if the governor gets a third of them and everybody else, he still wins. 
need jobs bad. So how would you, what do you think about a policy that would say anyone that can't get a job in the private sector, the state will give them a job, a living, a living wage, so they don't have to, you know. Time out for a second. Let's, let's, I let's think break, that would be socialism. Let's break that sentence down for a second. What do you say if the state gives everybody who can't find a job a job, dot, 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 a living wage? Right. Which is not what a living wage is. This dumbass doesn't even know what he's talking well, about. I, he's I talking don't. about guaranteed employment or at the right. very least a universal basic income. That's what he's talking about. Yeah. But he's calling it a living wage because he's, well, he's just using those because terms, he's right, just right. You're missing the point. This is a this is a socialistic website right. that is pushing a social agenda, socialist agenda. And trying to ask why people don't like socialism. And and they're convinced that people who that somehow Larry Hogan's, you know, fooling everyone but if they only knew the truth they would they would get it out this is the mindset and by the way when they lose that's what they're going to say right sell drugs or commit crimes do you, would well, you support that i support that because you need so, ben you need, ben jealous ben jealous supports that. many analysts whoa whoa does he does ben jealous support a uh, that's news to me i think we just broke some news here yeah ben jealous supports a uh, also by the way let's talk about deceptively editing things because, oh, Ben Jealous supports that cut, immediate cut. Right. Without any context, without even right. identifying, didn't even identify who this person was wearing a Hogan t-shirt. Um, right. It was a large African-American would gentleman. It, how, many, how many other people did they interview that he asked the same thing and they used that one? Who says that it wasn't a plant? Sure. I mean. Predict a blue wave against Republicans sparked by Donald Trump's presidency, which right. Hogan predicts he can harness. The good news is that uh, I know how to surf, and uh, 68% of all the Democrats in Maryland support my candidacy, and so if there's a wave of Democrats coming out, they're going to be voting for me. While Hogan touts his support among Democrats, the vast majority of elected Democrats have endorsed Jealous. Which is not accurate either. Is it a vast majority? No. I'm not sure about it. He just says that. He I'm just, sure sa- he just says it because he's fake news and he's and just by, making and by stuff the way, up. And by the way... The vast majority of Democrats endorse the Democratic candidate over the Republican. That's not new. That's what should happen. Right. And critics say Hogan's policies are more similar to those backed by Trump and the Kochs than he'd like to admit. You hear that? And now we've 